It's that time again, fellers, as Jock Journal presents the Free Parking Show. Just a bunch of country boys who have a lot to say about sports. They invite you to call in, text, or just listen in. So pull up a comfy chair and crack open a beer. It's time to talk sports, chicks, and flicks. Welcome one and all, you're listening to the Show Me Your TDs free parking fantasy show. This is our end of the year show, the wrap up show uh, for everybody out there who's been a fan of and our listener, you know, listening to our fantasy. This will be the last fantasy football one we have uh, this year. Uh, well, of course, we'll be back next season, but we're going to wrap it up this year. Uh, tonight, as always, I'm your host, uh, Ryan Moreland, my co-host with me, Amos Conway. How you doing, Amos? Oh, I'm doing great tonight. How about you? Doing excellent. Um, if every anybody out there wants to uh, call in, the number is four zero five five six two five four six three, or text in at seven seven nine four eight. We'd be uh, happy to hear from you. Always happy to hear from our fans. Uh, so let's jump right into it. First things first, um, Amos, did you complete uh, a championship this year? Did you, in one of your leagues did you did you come up victorious? I did. I did. It's actually uh, the league I was talking about last week, and it was me and the same guy from last year, and I beat him again, handled him pretty well. Nice. How about you? Did you get anything? No, no. I had get some gold. I, I had a great uh, regular season in uh, in most of my leagues. Uh, went in feeling great, and then just every single league just awful in the first week. Uh, the first week of the playoffs, I mean, just had <laughs> awful, awful. And then so I'm like fourth place in one, third place in a few, like a handful, like three. And then uh, one of them actually didn't even make the playoffs. I finished uh, seventh overall. You know, went in seventh, ended up finishing seventh as well. So no, did not end up uh, victorious this year. wasn't wasn't my year this year, I guess. Um, glad to hear that you won. Now at least at least one of us did. And we're gonna head into uh, the Fanduel here. We did our Fanduel tournament like we do, and uh, this ended up just like my fantasy season did. Uh, last week I gave you some shit about uh, you know not showing up, and this week I was the one that definitely didn't show up. Um, <laughs> I ended up finishing seventh out of eighth, eight you know eight people that came in and play. So I finished seventh out of eighth. Uh, you know I'm just saying that thank God that there was one person, like as a buffer, <laughs> that I, I didn't come in last this time. <laughs> uh, you actually came in fourth, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. I was uh, a couple guys disappointed me, but overall, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I had a, you know, we'll go into our lineups here. If you have, I have mine up right now, and and I was we, me, and you were talking earlier this week. Uh, if this was, if there was such thing as just a quarterback, tight end, kicker, defense league, that's all that you got to play. I would have been a force to be reckoned with <laughs> this week. If there was no running backs <laughs> or wide receivers in the mix, I would have done great because I had uh, Matthew Stafford putting up almost 25 points. 
Um, Zach Ertz almost putting up 20, just under 20. Uh, Chris Boswell got me 8, and the Panthers defense got me 12. So great performances uh, from those guys. It was the skill position that I needed help here. D'Angelo Williams goes down injured. Only gets me 3 points. Uh, Latavius Murray doesn't break 8. Brandon Cooks doesn't break 5. Doug Baldwin doesn't break 8. Jarvis Landry was the only running back or wide receiver that I had that broke 10 points, and he got 10.8 points. So uh, not a good week for me. <laughs> it was not not fun to be Ryan this week. I'm with a yeah, total no, I, uh... of 97. 97.92 was my final total, which isn't going to win in any league on FanDuel. No, but hey, valiant effort nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> if you could say that, sure, I'll take that. <laughs> I had a uh, quarterback, I had Kirk Cousins, who he got me 19. I actually wanted Stafford, and I actually had put him on my list last week that he was going to be my quarterback, and I went to change him and apparently never hit save. But Cousins did good. Uh, Tim Hightower got me just under 20. I had Buck Allen. I thought he would do better against Cincinnati. I they would throw to him a lot more. They usually get to their running backs. He got me 10. Brandon Cooks was a huge disappointment. He got me under five. I I was amazed against that Atlanta defense. I, he just couldn't get open. Uh, also had Julio Jones in that game. He got me just under 20. Had a real good game. Paid a lot for him, though, so it's good he, he came up with it. Uh, Jeremy Macklin against Oakland. He did well. Got me just under 15. Zach Ertz. Philadelphia got me just under 20. Hoshka at Seattle got me 16, though. That was nice. They put up a bunch of points. And then I thought the St. Louis Rams defense would do really, really good for me, and they just did not. But division game, so I guess. But they, they didn't even get five points, and my total was 126. So I did, I did much better than last week. We just reversed roles. <laughs> Yeah, one of us had to suck. Uh, I think we'll have to see if that trend continues next year, uh, that one of us just has to suck. Although, I will say this, like last week I think I finished third and you finished something like fifth. At least none of us, like, I'm at the back of the pack. Like, at least last week you were still kind of like middle of the road team. Like, I'm at the very end. (laughs) I am one guy away from being last place. Um, And we actually have our our winner here, I uh, had a great lineup uh, this week, and it's actually a kind of a funny story about it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna save it here for a minute. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm gonna save it just for a minute. Um, but I had an unbelievable lineup. Set a great lineup here. Uh, you know they had Matthew Stafford starting as well. Um, and he ended up having like a really good week. Cousins, of course. Uh, had a really good week this week, uh, as well as you mentioned. But Stafford, you know, at least like the winner and me picked the same quarterback, so obviously I did something right. Uh, then you move on to Tim Hightower, who you had on your team, 19.2 points. Uh, Charkandrick West, who only put up 3.7 points, um, but was one of like their only players that didn't go off. You're going to hear Antonio Brown, uh, almost 30 points. They have uh, Sammy, <laughs> Sammy Watkins, almost 20, 19.1. Randall Cobb only had 7, not that great. Ben Watson, almost 15. Uh, then they have Houston Texans defense goes for 29 points. 
<laughs> oh, I know. It was crazy. It's a good thing that three of their players didn't do anything or else it would just been, man, it would oh, have been, it been We would have lost by 100. <laughs> we we would have we lost by 100. Because uh, then they had Randy Bullock yeah. as their kicker, only had five. So it was like Bullock, Cobb, and West um, were the only players of theirs that didn't really – uh, you know, perform well, but they had they got great production out of so many people. I mean, 29 points from Antonio Brown, 29 from Houston's defense. They had over, you know, 25 with Stafford, 19 from Hightower, 19 from Watkins, 14 from Ben Watson. An unbelievable week, like just an outstanding week. They ended up scoring a total of 152, which was almost. 20 points better than second place. Like, there's a huge gap between first place and second place. It's 18 points, and then there's six or five points separating second and third, and three points separating third and fourth. So it's a huge gap. Um, and actually, the funny story about it is uh, the winner this week was I actually talked my girlfriend into playing FanDuel, and she's the one. She's the one that ended up beating us uh, so badly. She finished second last week in our challenge. And it was her first week ever playing any type of fantasy football in her entire life. And she finished second last week. And then ends up finishing first this week. Uh, she's actually sitting right beside me right now, like kind of picking on me because I have how well she did. Uh, do you want to say something about like just your performance real quick? What what inspired you? What, what made you pick the players that you did? Well, of course I had to pick Matthew Stafford because, you know, he's the quarterback of my home team. But everyone else, I just kind of based it off of, like, who lost last week. Like, of course, I picked the Pittsburgh people because I knew that they were going to be thirsty for a win. Like, they're trying to get into the playoffs. And then um, Houston, you know, they kind of played a middle-of-the-line team, someone that they were going to have a, like, I thought I figured they'd have a pretty even score with, but they'd come out on top. So that's why I picked their defense. Just, like, little things like that. She sounds like a seasoned pro. This is her second time ever playing FanDuel, and <laughs> she's yeah, just like very well played. I know, I know. I'm, I'm impressed because she knew like nothing about football until like last year either. So I'm impressed with myself. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take like a like a small like co-champion right now, because <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel slightly responsible for this. I feel like I deserve to take a little bit of credit. No, but unbelievable. She had a great, uh, great week. Ended up stomping us. Um, so, of course, that's going to be – I don't know if they do. They run FanDuel in the playoffs. If they do, I mean, let's do it. Let's run it. Why not? Uh, I'll have to look into that. Do I you think have they any, do. They do? Well, then we'll still run it. If they're running, I feel like they do or they have before. All right. Well, if they do, then we'll still be running the, the FanDuel uh, challenge through the playoffs. Um, I mean, why not? It's been fun to play against all you guys, all the listeners out there. And, uh, you know, look at our Facebook page, at our Twitter, um, uh, the free parking Facebook page, the free parking Twitter. Um, and uh, we'll be sure to post the link uh, so you guys can get on um, to get on our, our challenge for next week. So let's head into some, some NFL news, some other stuff here. Actually, I wanted to say anybody who wants to text or call in um, tonight, we're going to talk about we we you know we've talked about in fantasy on this podcast or on this show before. We've talked about uh, great moments that we've had, terrible fantasy stories that we've had. We've gotten into some good ones, uh, but I want to hear some feuds. Like there, that's what builds fantasy is is the trash talk, the hatred. 
Uh, so some good feuds um, that that people have had uh, because of fantasy. I've had one this year with actually my cousin. Me and him have gone back and forth. A lot of hatred, but we just we kind of set our peace. Um, and I think we're over it now. But uh, there's been some times where I've downright hated some of my friends because of fantasy football. And I think that's a common thing. So, uh, Do you have any good ones, Amos? Do you have any good feuds that have came out of fantasy football? Uh, I got two buddies who uh, I would say I'm, I'm actually pretty good friends with. And we're all three in the same league in two different leagues. And they're just... There's a little higher level of, uh, I guess, competition, a little feud there to see because we always, all three of us, arguing about football all the time, debating, you know, just all kinds of, especially mainly about football, sometimes about some other stuff that we won't really dabble into. But, yeah, I mean, that feud's there. It's all about winning. It's making, you know, let the other person know that you're just better than them. And when you beat them, it's a good feeling. Oh, absolutely. This, I mean, this year... Uh, you know, he had a much better season than I did. Uh, did really well, and I talked about it on that last show. He was he was the one that actually lost on that last second fumble that Cincinnati had against Denver two weeks ago. Um, and I I wanted him to lose, and I wasn't even playing him. It wasn't even me that was playing him, Amos. It was another person playing, and I wanted him to lose with every fiber of my being. And when he did, it felt like Christmas had come early. Like it felt so good. Um. No, but there's there's some good ones. I had people quit leagues because of bad trades and stuff like that. But that's the stuff we want to hear tonight. If you want to text us in or call us in, you have any good stories of some good feuds uh, that have happened? Uh, you know, of course, the number to call in is four zero five five six two five four six three. Text in is seven seven nine four eight. All right, we're gonna get into some NFL news here uh, since there's not much to talk about on the fantasy side of things. First thing I want to talk about, Amos, before we head into the break, real quick, is this Johnny Manziel story. I, you know, it doesn't know. I don't know if it holds any water, <laughs> if it's true at all. But I have never wanted something to be true so badly in my life. Uh, if for anybody who hasn't heard, I agree. Johnny Manziel, my, this is all. You know, it's alleged. None of this has been proven. None of this we're sure of if it's true or not yet. But. If the story is true, Johnny Manziel was partying in Las Vegas with a wig and a fake mustache. Amos, this is the best story I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, if this comes out to be true and there is evidence and all, everything passes, this has to get sports story of the year on like the fifth day of the year because this is amazing. This is the best thing that I've ever heard. It's fantastic. I I can't express in words how much I want to see this be put into a movie somehow. Oh, absolutely! It, it's just it's the best. It's one of the best. You know, like it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's oh, it's amazing. And I think I'm I'm gonna let everybody know. We were talking about it earlier, me and you, and you. I think had one of the funniest lines. Uh, I said, "You hear about the Johnny Manziel wig story?" That's what I sent to him in a message, and he said. Are you talking about Billy Janzel? <laughs> I thought that was a, a pretty great line. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable that like if this is true, he is going out of his way to try to cover up the fact that he's partying, uh, you know, by buying the wig and the mustache. Like, I, I mean, it just 
like the people that he had, you know, the, it's like the Browns organization is like a bunch of 12 year olds and he has one of those, you know, the glasses with the mustache under it and the big nose and he's like walking by like in disguise. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable how <laughs> awesome this story is. Like, I, and I, oh, it's probably man. not it's, true. Let's, let's start there. It's probably yeah. not true. But man, do I hope But if it, it is. Oh, 31 other teams would not have this problem with Johnny Manziel too, which tells you just about everything about this entire story. <laughs> no, it's exactly, it's just, I mean, it's unbelievable. And you know, this, uh, you know, uh, you know, you don't want to make light, light out of like a situation. Obviously this kid has a problem, uh, you know, with the, maybe not the drinking per se, but the, the partying and stuff. Um, but the, just like the fact that you'd go to that lengths and stuff just to try, and you're like the most, one of the most famous people, and you know, football's the biggest game in the country, and you were one of the most famous, famous people playing it, you know, everybody knows who you are, you won the Heisman Trophy, uh, you continue to be on SportsCenter almost weekly with these antics, especially as of late, you know, kind of made a comeback, um, with all of the stuff that's happened, and, and to try to get away with something like this, it's just unbelievable how awesome this story is. Uh, I mean, it just makes me smile for me. I'm sitting here grinning as I'm talking to you at how awesome this story is. Uh, and it, you're true. Like, it's like this doesn't happen in New England. This doesn't happen, um, you know, at, at Carolina. This doesn't happen. This happens at those specific teams. And I think it's more than just the Browns. I think you could throw like the 49ers, the Jets, um, you know, they have Dallas. The Bills, because they have parties in their parking lot. The, and, yeah. And, you know, in the stadium. LaShawn so. McCoy, they had the thing, the story about LaShawn McCoy put that uh, thing out on social media that was like ladies only party, like come party with LaShawn McCoy, like ladies only. At the beginning of this season, like. <laughs> You know, Jets have people punching each other's lights out uh, at the beginning of the season. Uh, it, it does happen to certain teams, uh, and you definitely like you won't see this happen in the, with Ravens and in, in, uh, Pittsburgh. This isn't going to happen, uh, but it does seem like the Browns are like the number one, uh, you know, proponent like this the kind of stupid story happening. Um, it's unbelievable, and I hope that the the let's tag it like right now hashtag the Billy Janzel. Uh, story is a hundred percent true because it's just too good not to be. Uh, we're gonna head actually into our first commercial break here. Uh, show's been chugging along, uh, but we'll be right back uh, with some more NFL action. Well, the boys are talking and the show is really moving along, but we need to take a break before a fight breaks out. People end up in the hospital. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Now you hear? That boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. How would you love to generate a great income from the comfort of your home? Well, now you can. This amazing money-making home-based business is designed to give you time and freedom. Would your life change if you made $10,000 within 21 days and $20,000 plus every month thereafter? Sounds amazing, right? Anyone can do it, even you. Call 800-704-8681 and let their expert staff tell you all about this brand new business opportunity. Why wait? You have nothing to lose. We have the tools, training, resources, and community to help anyone get on the fast track to success. 
Call 800-704-8681. That's 800-704-8681. It's the easiest, most powerful home-based money-making system on the web. Call today and change your life. Donate your car today. 1877 Cars for Kids. K A R S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at com. That's Cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to to go and it's jockjournal.com okay the boys have settled down one has a beard in and the other has a stake on his eye well, why don't you give them a call and tell them what you think all right you're listening to the free parking show here on jock journal radio the show me your tds fantasy show last one of the year the wrap up here um, if you want to call in, it's 405-562-5463 or text us at 77948. We're going to head into the coaching here. Uh, Black Monday just happened. You know, uh, six teams are without a head coach. Um, a lot of action happened. Uh, you know, a, a couple of those teams have no general manager as well. So we're going to get into that um, right now. We actually have a caller in, uh, Craig calling in. Um, and I believe, Craig, if I'm not mistaken, you are a 49ers fan. Am I correct? Uh, I, I think so. Uh, like I said, I was having a little bit of trouble hearing you, so I'll, I'll assume that what you said is correct. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so w- <laughs> what do you have to say with the firing of, of uh, Jim Tomsula? What, do you, what, do you, what left you uh, – what was your response to that? What do you think about that? Uh, you know, I, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I wasn't uh, uh, expecting him to be there much longer than a year. I feel like he was kind of put in there just to fill a gap uh, while they were looking for maybe somebody a little bit better, kind of waiting for this season to be over with, uh, knowing that there were going to be some head coaches' uh, positions open. And, um, so to be perfectly honest with you, it didn't bother me too much. Oh, all right. I, I thought – I mean, I think I saw it coming. I think everybody saw it coming. But, uh, I mean, Amos, I think you would agree, saw it coming. Uh, but I did think it was a little unfair. Yeah, you know, absolutely. only give him one year. Uh, you don't give him enough time to build. I thought it was a little unfair. Um, 
I'm all right. So I didn't maybe, even see if they retained him or anything for any other job. I don't believe they did. I, I mean, I don't believe they did. So, uh, Craig, who do you think moving forward? Uh, who would you like to see in San Francisco? Who do you think is the most realistic? Is those the same guys or two different guys? What do you think they're going to do moving forward now? Uh, you, it's tough to say, uh, only because there's a lot of speculation going on. Uh, someone mentioned to me earlier today that there was talk of Chip Kelly heading that direction. I wouldn't be too terribly upset about that. I like Chip Kelly as a coach. I just don't think San Francisco uh, uh, is going to give him, you know, all the control that that he would probably want. I think that's a great point, and I think that uh, it's a great question to ask right now. And I'll ask both of what? you. I'll ask both of you. Uh, Say again? I said I'll ask both of you this question. Um, with Chip Kelly, with the success that he had, he did, uh, you know, he got the general manager kind of slot. Do you think that he can demand that again? Do you think he'll get that again and, and then, uh, if he moves somewhere else? Yeah, uh, because I, I think he will. Because I, think I really don't. Thing keeping I don't think so. College. All right, Amos. Uh, you said you you think that he won't, or you think that he will. Is that correct? Yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll. Yeah, I think he'll ask for it. I don't know if he'll get it or not because I think that would be the only thing to keep him from going back to college, where he could have all the control. That's a good point. And you said, uh, Craig, uh, you don't I, you don't think so. I don't think so. No. I, I after his performance this year. As far as being a GM and a head coach, I just don't think it's going to work out. Uh, I mean, prior to that, he had two 10-win seasons. So, I mean, you can't say the dude's a bad coach. I think he just had too much responsibility, you know. And I think that is what would push him back into college because he would, you know, universities would be more apt to give him more control than I think uh, another professional team would be. Uh, I think that's a great point as well. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with uh... – Amos here, I think there will be a team uh, that thinks that Chip Kelly is is the future because he did he did have a good win loss record. I mean, he still did have a at a pretty solid win loss record at uh, Philadelphia. So I think that they'll try to keep him from moving back to the college level. Um, one more question for you, Craig. Here, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, your, the San Francisco 49ers stand as far as. Uh, you know, most sought after jobs in this market with the teams that uh, have openings so far. Uh, I'm you were cutting out a little bit there. Say that again. Uh, what do you think they stand as far as most sought after jobs uh, with the teams that have openings right now? Do you think that this is one of the jobs that that is really exciting, or do you think it's towards the the bottom, or or what do you think the San Francisco Forty Nine er opening stands at? Uh, I'm I'm still having trouble hearing you. I I mean I I think you're asking me like where the, where they're standing right now. Uh, where the job opening? Yeah, stands like how's at? the job look? Like yeah, uh, I'm having a real hard time hearing you, man. Sorry. Like like the Browns is probably the you know the least or Browns or Titans is not going to be a sought after job because the team's really struggling. Giants is going to be a team that's sought after because they have a lot of talent there. Do you think that San Francisco is one of the more sought after uh, job openings? Uh, probably not. Um, I mean they have a little bit more stability than you know most of the other teams. 
they're they're similar to stability in like New York, you know, the Giants anyway. You know, their GMs, their you know, their ownership is fairly decent. They're not, you know, um, idiots by any means, but you can't really say the same thing for Cleveland. Um, but I think if if there's a coach, <laughs> a younger, hungry coach, or somebody that wants to to really make a mark, I think San Francisco's a good spot because you know they're you know, full at five and eleven this year. So you know, I mean, it's a solid chance to go in. I, I think that's a good point, Amos. Do you have anything to add on to that? Yeah, no, I think they're an extremely valuable job, and I think Craig brings up a good point when he says that a young, hungry coach or some uh, coach looking to make his mark going there because what better place to do it? I think the history, exactly. History has a lot to do with it because this team has a history of of winning, you know, and they have a history, of, you know, with, of course, Montana, Young, uh, Rice, have a history of being a really great team. Um, so I, I think that they could end up, especially it's, you know, the Titans, the Browns are obviously, you know, teams that are not going to be sought after. Um with this because the, the talent's just not there. It's still they're going to be teams that are definitely rebuilding, especially, I think, the Browns. I think the Titans are a little bit better off with Mariota there. Uh, Craig, do you have anything to add before you take off here? Are you there, Craig? I'm not hearing you, bud. Sorry. Yeah, I'm there. I'm just not hearing you. Do you, do you have anything else that you wanted to add before you take off? Uh... No, I I don't think so. I mean, uh, like I said, uh, well, I mentioned I kind of briefly mentioned it earlier, but uh, you know, if what if what happens in New Orleans uh, comes to or, uh, speculation in New Orleans anyway comes to fruition, I'd take a Sean Payton and a RB too. Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Uh, yeah, obviously, <laughs> I think that's obvious there. Uh, thanks for the calling, man. It was good talking to you. Yep, no problem. Thank you. All right, Amos. I thought that he brought up some good points there, and I think that uh, Sean Payton right now, I wanted to talk about this actually. I would say that he has to be the most sought-after coach and candidate coming in. Do do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. And I see reports that coming out like Saints are asking for a first-round pick, and then they change it to a second, and I hear people talk, oh, they're asking way too much. Like, are they? I don't think they are because are you going to find a better quality coach? Yeah, you go out, hire a coordinator, and hope that 50-50 that he comes out and turns out to be a good coach. If not, you're just set three, probably three more years back. I think with Peyton, you're going to get a guy who comes in and he's going to build what he wants and know what he needs to do it. Well, that's the thing you have to think too is, you know, a second-round draft pick by no means is a guarantee. Uh, it, you know, if you use it on a player, um, and, and I think with Peyton, you're getting almost—I mean, there's no guarantees in football, but almost a guarantee that you're going to get a good coach. I mean, this is a Super Bowl-winning coach. He did wonders uh, with the Saints team, and there, I mean, you got to remember, this is the Aints. This is the team that was as awful, uh, awful past, awful history, and he took them to a Super Bowl and they won. You know, their first ever Super Bowl. I think you're getting a guarantee of a good head coach rather than, you know, still second round is by no means a guarantee that you're going to get a starter uh, in the NFL. Yeah. I think one other thing that goes against Sean Payton, too, because it's football. I mean, it's a year-to-year basis kind of thing. And when you look at Sean Payton, 
yeah, he's got the Super Bowl. But it, uh, when you look at the paper, you just kind of go, oh, okay, what have you done lately? Yeah, it's definitely – this league is obviously a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. I mean, that's that's just the nature of the NFL. Um, talking about these other, uh, these other hires and stuff, of course, you have the Titans, Dolphins, Eagles, Browns, 49ers, and Giants all looking – I announced it last night, and I'm, I stand by this. I think Sean Payton ends up in New, uh, New York. I think he becomes the next Giants coach. Um, you know, he has a lot of connections with that New uh, New York team. And I also think that the other team was that could have pried him away from New York was Indianapolis with the opportunity to work with Andrew Luck, but Chuck Pagano is going to stay. Uh, for the foreseeable future, so I think that that I mean the competition isn't great there. I think the Eagles have a good team, uh, but outside of you know the Dolphins have a good team as well. But Titans, Browns, Forty ers all all of three of those I don't think are very uh, sought after jobs right now. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you completely on the Browns, Titans, and uh, I forget who else you said. Forty ers 49ers, that's right. I'm sorry. I just went blank for a moment. Um, I don't think that the Giants will go for Sean Payton. And the only reason why I say that is because I think they have a lot of defensive pedigree. Um, Bill Parcells, Tom Coughlin being a Bill Parcells guy. And I know Coughlin, uh, he's done great wonders offensively. And I think they could bring in another guy like him, and that would be probably would be Sean Payton. I just think they'll go defense. I really do. Because that defense needs a ton of help. It is shocking. I was talking to a friend of mine the other night, and uh, like five years ago, that defense was brilliant. I mean, they were amazing uh, five years ago, and they are awful. The secondary is terrible. Uh, Up front, you know, they really got a boost when Jason Pierre-Paul came back, but he still hasn't been – definitely not the same guy, Um, you know, with after the – the mishap with the fireworks. And, you know, you can definitely see his production took a giant step back. Um, you looking at some of these jobs. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that this Completely. Dolphins job uh, could be interesting. The, I think the Dolphins have a really good team on paper. This is a team that everybody was talking about would be a playoff team this year uh, and then didn't quite get that done. But they have a lot of talent on paper. I think this is, could be an interesting job. As we talked about yesterday, Mike Shanahan went down and uh, interviewed for the job. I think this is a job that could get some big names attached to it. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, I completely agree that it's just huge things. I do believe we were talking about it yesterday, and I think we both agreed on Mike Shanahan being a good fit there. And I think he would be. I think he'd do a lot with that offense. That defense has pieces, but I think the big thing is is – a double Kunsu can kind of go rogue, renegade, kind of do his own thing. And I think Mike Shanahan is a guy who's going there and keep him focused and, you know, better help him grow as a football player and understand, you know, it's a team thing, you know. I think that's a, a great point there that you – I think that's a great point you bring up. Uh, I think that Mike Shanahan's a great fit there. I, I like them. I like Mike Shanahan. Uh, you know, you're, you're getting a very veteran, very seasoned head coach in Mike Shanahan. Um, and I don't think it's a bad thing at all to have. You know, he's, he's proven himself um, elsewhere. Uh, I think that he would be a good fit there. This Dolphins team, I think, I mean, they're so talented on paper. Uh, 
with everything they have on offense and defense. And I think that there still could be a playoff team next year. I don't think that's out of the question. No, and I think whoever the next coach is, is really, really going to have to look at Ryan Tannehill and be able to say, all right, this guy is my quarterback for the next 10 years. Oh, absolutely. And that that, that becomes tough, too, because I think that Tannehill is good. Um, he, I think he is a good quarterback, and I think he has the talent to be great. Uh, but I don't know if he'll, he'll realize that with – the you know the mindset that he has and uh i think that might end up being a problem because he has the talent i mean this guy looks like talent wise he i mean i think elway someone brought up the elway comparison that's not a bad comparison i think it was you actually brought up the elway comparison last night that's not a bad comparison he's very athletic he has the big arm uh but he, he doesn't have that kind of the mental stuff is what he's missing out Uh, but the, moving on to like, we'll, yeah, we'll do, I, I, that, I agree with that completely. We'll we'll say this here. Uh, what do you think is the most? Uh, before we head into this break, the job that is the most enticing uh, out of the all six openings. Which one is the the one that you think is going to be draw the biggest names? Going to be uh, the most interesting job to take. I want to say like the Giants because of the pieces in place, but I really think it's going to be the 49ers in the end. Uh, why is that? Elaborate on that. I'd like to hear what you have to say on this. The reason why I think the 49ers will ultimately probably get one of the best head coaching candidates out there this year, if not the best, most sought-after guy, is strictly because I think there is a lot of things that come with being that 49ers head coach there's Montana Walsh Young and you know just everybody Ronnie Law anybody you can think of there's a lot of history there's a lot of pride in that stadium and right now they're going through a rough time not doing very well after the hardball absence unable to really get it together it seems like that whole organization's a mess and I think with the right coach young coach older coach I think somebody's going to come in there and want to make their mark, and they're going to take that job very seriously, like Pete Carroll did. And I think they're going to have a lot of success. I mean, I I like the points there, uh, but I still think that I don't know. I mean, they're thirty years removed. Almost. I mean, they are they are thirty years removed from when uh, the last time that Montana was uh, was in San Francisco. Um, you know, this team has become more synonymous with losing than winning. And, you know, they started to make the comeback with Kaepernick there in more recent years. And then, uh, I mean, now looking back, you have to say that letting go of Alex Smith was a giant mistake. Uh, as you see him in Kansas City lighting it up. Um, real quick before we and I go. Another... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think another thing with this is, too, is like they have not done well in this stadium at all whatsoever. And I know they haven't done anything for, in 30 years, but now's the time for a young, hungry coach to step up and be that guy in this stadium for the 49ers for years to come. I'm going to say that the Giants uh, are the most, you know, that's the opening that is the most intriguing. But I'm going to say barely. Uh, to me, I think this Dolphins team, uh, you know, they have all the pieces. You know, they just they need to build a little bit more, but they have the key pieces. They have, uh, you know, the the quarterback of the future. You know, I think the Tannehill can pan out. They have a good running back. 
they have an elite pass rusher. They have, um, you know, a number one cornerback. They have the skills uh, and, and the skill players and the, and the pieces there that they could be great. Uh, we're going to head into the last commercial break here real quick. When we come back, we'll talk about our me and Amos's least, um, you know, the jobs that uh, job opening that is the least enticing, the job opening that just makes you uh, think they'll never get anybody there. Uh, you know, the one that you wouldn't want at all. You wouldn't, you wouldn't give to your enemy. Uh, we'll talk about that right when we come back, uh, and we'll be back in a flash. Well, the boys are talking, and the show is really moving along. But we need to take a break before a fight breaks out. People end up in the hospital. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back now, you hear? <laughs> that boy's good. Mm-hmm, good and terrible. How would you love to generate a great income from the comfort of your home? Well, now you can. This amazing money-making home-based business is designed to give you time and freedom. Would your life change if you made $10,000 within 21 days and $20,000 plus every month thereafter? Sounds amazing, right? Anyone can do it, even you. Call 800-704-8681 and let their expert staff tell you all about this brand new business opportunity. Why wait? You have nothing to lose. We have the tools, training, resources, and community to help anyone get on the fast track to success. Call 800-704-8681. That's 800-704-8681. It's the easiest, most powerful home-based money-making system on the web. Call today and change your life. Seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids, 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS, donate your car today. Are you looking for the web's best sports news? Visit jockjournal.com. Sports media has lost its touch. It seems that journalists are scared to report what they see for fear of losing access to the teams they cover. At jockjournal.com, you get inside info on the entire NFL community without all the politics or fears other writers have. That's jockjournal.com. When you need the NFL sports news, information, opinions, fantasy, football, or discussions, there's only one place to to go and it's jockjournal.com okay the boys have settled down one has a beard in and the other has a steak on his eye well, why don't you give them a call and tell them what you think you are listening to the show me your tds fantasy show here on the free parking uh section on jock journal radio uh and uh, we're back. You know, give us a call. We're excited to hear 
uh, from all of our fans. Heard from one earlier, and Craig uh, had some great points to talk about San Francisco. Um, we'll talk about your team. Just give us a call at 405-562-5463 or text in at 77948. We actually did get a text uh, from Columbus, Ohio, uh, saying that uh, Columbus, Ohio said that uh, Billy Janzel might be the funniest thing that he's ever heard of. Um, so <laughs> glad that we could have made your night, uh, Columbus. Um, but as as promised, we're going to head into the least desirable uh, head coaching positions. And I think we were talking during the break there, uh, me and you were, Amos. It's got to be the Browns, right? It, there has to be the Browns. Yeah, I just – I don't see – I, I don't know how it's not. Like, okay, now here's my thing with them too is, I don't know if you've seen it today or not, but they brought in, like, the VP of baseball operations for the Mets to be, like, the president of football operations for them. And I was just like, I, like, I get it. He's a baseball guy, so he's a sports guy. But, like, he went into baseball because that's his specialty. And it's the guy that Jonah Hill portrayed in Moneyball. So it's just like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> it's almost shocking that they didn't bring in Jonah Hill as bad as this organization is the Browns have just been awful I mean ever since uh, you know ever since they up and left in the middle of the night and they became the Baltimore Ravens and then of course came back uh, was it two years later they've been a joke of a franchise ever since then and it just continues you just expect you know, it's like death, taxes, and the Browns are going to suck. Those are the three guarantees in life. Oh, I know. And that city is just constantly, like, just let down over and over again. Like, are, is the governor or whatever, or the mayor at one point just going to be like, uh, hey, guys, listen, we don't want you here anymore. You are a factory of sadness. <laughs> Factory of Sadness might have to be their new tagline uh, for the Browns this season. And it, it, it is. They are awful. You know, I think we were looking down. Me and you were talking about it. Of, of course, the Giants, a uh, very sought-after position. They have a lot of pieces there, uh, especially on the offense. Um, 49ers, have, you know, there's a lot. They lost a lot of that defense, but there's still pieces there. Um that that you can build with, as we talked about, Gabbert, you know, has played better than what we thought he would. There's still pieces you can build with there. Uh, you know, the Eagles, I think, are still a very talented team, uh, roster wise. Dolphins, um, I think, are unbelievably talented team. Tennessee, they, at least they have Mariota, and they brought in guys like Doriel Green Beckham, and they have uh, pieces on defense where they do have like, you know, they're nowhere near a playoff team, but they do have pieces to build here and there. Uh, and the Browns are obviously the worst. I, you know, I think that this is a team that's not – they're going to be the last team on every coach's uh, list, especially if you add in, too, the fact that every single year the Browns have a new coach. It seems like every year. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand, but I would – as a team, I think three years, like, to build that team – to get to show progress and everything because you got to get your guys in there and it's just it's hard to do that in the year when you fire coach like i think just um moving on from coaching though i thought uh, you had some stuff that you wanted to bring up real quick you want to get into that 
Uh, yeah, actually, I was reading earlier, got an ESPN update, and I was just kind of looking at it, and the very good buckets winner from Notre Dame, the linebacker Jalen Smith, apparently has had reconstructive knee surgery, and he got injured it in the Fiesta Bowl uh, when Notre Dame played Ohio State and just got destroyed. So that hurt a little bit, but... You know, he's projected as a top five draft pick, and this guy's just so talented. It's sad to see something like this happen. But I, I I think the big thing is I was reading today on him slipping. I don't think he will. I think he's so talented and that he fits into any defense, and he can put his hand on the dirt and rush the passer. I mean, he's good at everything he does. And it's just, I think because some people are talking first pick, some people are talking third. I think he's a great player, and I think he will be a great player, and I think he'll bounce back from the knee injury. I'm going to agree with you here. I don't think it'll end up making him slip too much, and if it does, I think uh, one team is going to get a steal of a player Uh, because, uh, as you said, he's very versatile. I think that he could end up playing in a 3-4 or a 4-3 system. I think that he's that kind of guy. He has that kind of ability. Um, So I don't think he'll slip too much. I think if he does, uh, one team is going to get a steal in this draft. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at the draft picks, 1 through 10. 9 out of 10 of those teams all need linebackers at some position. And I, I know he's used to inside, and I know the Ravens have an inside linebacker, but, man, he pair him up with C.J. Mosley and Daryl Smith. Be a really good – and Trell Suggs. Ah, that could be a good defense. That, that would be getting nasty quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, you know, all right, we're almost heading out here. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the coaching. We talked about, uh, you know, the the fan duel that we did. Uh, a lot of things that we've brought up. Um, the Johnny Manziel story. From now on, from here on out, uh, you know, because of fantasy football, this is our wrap-up. From here on out, me and Amos are going to be doing uh, a sports, all sports-wide show. We're going to be talking about... Uh, basketball, baseball, hockey, uh, college sports, um, and getting into into everything. Uh, and we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear um, from all of our, our listeners out there what you guys want to hear uh, more of, what you guys are really interested in, what, what isn't covered enough in your opinion, what you'd like to hear us uh, talk about. So, uh, you know, message us on Facebook, find us on Twitter, uh, definitely let us know what you guys are interested in hearing. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you guys have to uh, say, what you guys think we should move into next. Uh, you know, and We're going to talk about some basketball, some baseball, some hockey. I know that Amos is not as big of, as a hockey man as I am. I'm excited to talk hockey, man. I, especially I'm a Capitals fan, and we're playing so good this year. I'm excited to talk some hockey this year. Um, but we'd like to hear, <laughs> hear from you guys and, and see what you're going to – what you guys think, uh, what you guys would like to hear. Um, but I have, I have a couple questions for you, Amos. We're going to do like a speed round here as we're heading out of the show. Uh, all NFL related, so don't worry, it's not hockey yet. I'll give you a week to prepare for that. <laughs> uh, but some speed round NFL questions. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Bring it on. All right, here it is. Who wins the Super Bowl this year? First question. Um. Oh man, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I am. I'm a fan of the Patriots. I'm gonna go with them by a very slim to the Cardinals. 
Homer. <laughs> All right. Second question of the speed <laughs> round here. Uh, who, uh, what, what team that is in the playoffs will not make the playoffs next season? Houston. Good kind answer. Easy. Good That's, answer. I think Andrew Luck will be back, yeah. Uh, I'll agree with that. I agree with you. What team that did not make the playoffs will make it next season? Oh, man. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Oh, wow. All right. All right. A little guts here. Um, but I, I like that pick. All right. Um, what team, uh, you know, you have the, the teams that are bottom feeders uh, this year. Uh, you know, you got Tennessee, you got the Browns, uh, 49ers, uh, Chargers, those teams. Which one of the bottom feeder teams is going to make the biggest jump next season? Uh, Jacksonville. They got a ton of money to spend and free agency, and there's a really good free agent class out there for defense, which is what they need. And that said, it could be Oakland just as well. All right. Great answer. All right. Which. Uh, which team this is might be the toughest question anybody's ever asked you so just prepare who wins the NFC East next season <laughs> I'll go with Dallas I think they're all the pieces are in place and if they can keep that defense healthy and keep it building and keep Romo on his feet I think they'll win the East all right um, I'm gonna give you two teams you tell me out of the playoff teams. You tell me which team most likely uh, making the play, making the Super Bowl, making it to the Super Bowl. We'll go Texans, Redskins. Redskins. Uh, Steelers, Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, Green Bay Packers or uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. All right, For and sure. then we'll go uh, Patriots or Broncos. Oh, Patriots all day. Just a homer pick. I just threw that one out because I knew you were just going to be a homer. <laughs> all right, and what do you say right now? Last question before we leave you guys for the night. Do you think that Carolina has a good shot at, at making the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, the only one-loss team in the league. Do you think that they'll make the Super Bowl? I do. I, I do, but I think if they're played correctly, I, I don't think they'll put up any points. All right. Great answers there from our own Amos Conway. And he had no idea the speed round was coming either, folks. I just laid him on him last minute. Uh, so he did very well <laughs> uh, under the pressure. Uh, well, you know, another great show on the Show Me Your TDs. Uh, next week we'll be coming back, uh, you know, sports-wide talking about of course the the playoffs in the nfl but we'll talk be more talking about um basketball hockey uh college sports everything there is um sports wide uh until football comes back next season um so definitely keep listening uh we'd love to hear from you as well uh you guys have been listening to the show me your tds fantasy show here on jock journal radio the free parking show we will be back um, tomorrow night with the second edition, uh, second time ever we'll be playing the uh, Par 4 Discourse game show. Very excited about that. Um, 
And, you know, listen right now, just coming up right after us, you'll be able to hear the, the Matt and Nash show, and right after them, uh, The Stretch, which debuted last night, baseball show, uh, for all you baseball fans out there. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Well, there you have it. The boys were at it again. We hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. We hope you had a good night and stay right where you are. Another show is coming up. Y'all come back now, you hear? 